Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. We do have a um, drawer in the uh, refrigerator that only has butter and chocolate in it. And <laughs> I say it's the most important drawer in the It is. That is, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. 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 Put those two things together, you get peanut butter fudge. Well, you have to add peanut Ooh. Butter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you add chocolate and butter and you get peanut butter fudge? Cool. Yes, exactly. Those are the only two it's ingredients amazing. you need. <laughs> so where do the peanuts come in? Don't worry about it. It's just science. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thomas is wheels down in Atlanta. So closer to being home, mm-hmm. which I guess I can talk about now. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. a typhoid. Yeah. Typhoid Mary is almost home. Oh, hi, Stacy. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Devin. How are you? <laughs> Good. We have a show we're recording here. I'm I don't sorry. know if you. Uh, I got distracted. Okay. Well, you were talking about your butter and chocolate drawer. I got distracted, man. I know. I know. I, I did start the immediate tangent. It is my fault. <laughs> Um, yeah, so listeners, by the time you listen, this will no longer be an issue, but, uh, Thomas has been gone at a conference in Las Vegas for a week, and I have been solo parenting and lifing, um, in, in the house, in the house by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, it'll be good, it'll be good to have him back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's really all I gotta say about my life. (laughs) (laughs) That sums All up right, right then. there. Yep. Um, Sounds pretty good. Even though I did take the kids out to the zoo lights last night, and that was fun. So we mm-hmm. did get out and do some things. Nice. How are you, Stacy? Well, I've had quite a stressful week, um, which seems to be the theme lately. But I do specifically want to talk about yesterday a little bit. Okay. Tell me about uh, your day. Um, Tell me about your experience yesterday. Okay. What made it so, so bad? Okay, well, so first of all, yes. So there's two things I want to point out here. Okay. One, I want to tell a story, which is what I'll get to in just one second. But then two, uh, which I what is this? Is this not a story if I'm going to tell a story? I feel like is this, this is a Stacy this... story to introduce a Stacy story. <laughs> yes. So, okay, wait, here's another little tangent. So last night... Tell James about how much water I drink and how many times I peed. You know, like a correlation of because you know right. when you first start drinking water, more water you go pee all the time and all this right, kind of stuff. Right, right. And so I spent like five minutes going like, "Oh no, wait, did I have coffee or did I wait? I know I had a smoothie." I um, and he was like, "This is going to be a thirty-minute story about you drinking water, isn't it?" And I was like, "Gosh, dang it, this is a Stacy story." Um, but anyway. Um, I think we've talked about this before um, in the podcast at some point, but I have this really weird phenomenon where uh, I can have like really bad days, a really bad time, but then for some weird reason, I'll be in a really good mood for yes. no logical reason. Yes. So that happened yesterday, and I think I had just been so stressed out lately, and I, and I had a lot going on, and then I had a really bad day. Like I said, okay, so what happened was I... So on Thanksgiving, my crown, one of my crowns popped off. Ooh, no, bad. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, worst day ever for your crown to pop off. Yes, um, yes. But it was fine. Uh, if you, if anyone doesn't know, you can just put them back on with Vaseline, and that actually creates a suction enough so that you can eat normally as long as you don't eat like you know anything no sticky. Idea. Yeah, yeah. It is, and that. it worked perfectly. Like. It was on there for a week and it never budged. It was perfectly fine. Like you'd never know it had came off. Um, But anyway, so, you know, I'm going to be traveling next week. And so earlier this week, I was like, I've got to get in the dentist um, sometime this week if I can. So I just Googled a close dentist. It had like 4.7 stars. Everyone was talking about how great the people were. So I was like, perfect. And it was halfway between my house and my work. Okay. So... (laughs) Uh, i like like, i don't like where this is going (laughs) yeah yeah so i text my coworker and i was like hey i'm gonna be in at um nine i've got an appointment at eight should just take like 30 minutes and then i'll be in so roughly nine and they're like okay cool and i had like a meeting at nine and a meeting um you know i had just like meetings throughout the day Uh uh-huh so i get in there and first of all i have a feeling that there's been a mix-up because they start prepping me for just a general cleaning and I was like, no, I don't need a cleaning. I just had a cleaning September 1st at my old dentist. I just need someone to put my crown on because I just moved here. They're like, oh, okay, no problem. Let's move you back here. We'll get you set up. So, okay, great. So the dentist comes in, looks everything over, and then tells me that um, there is a cavity under the crown, which is what caused the crown to come off. So, I mean, yeah, cavities suck, but that's not the worst thing. Yeah. But there apparently was a cavity in the tooth behind or the the one that was beside of it it had also created a cavity there so now i've got two cavities and she tells me that i need to get a crown on this second uh, tooth as well and i'm like what and she's like yeah you already have a filling in it and if i just add another filling like that's not very stable for the tooth so we should just go ahead and crown it and i'm like i don't know if this is right but i have no other choice i'm here Yes, and I don't know if you've ever had a crown, but Aww. they are expensive AF. Yes. So, yes. yeah, they are like $400 each with insurance, with insurance. Right, right. So, okay, so now I'm already like, what the fudge? But I've got to go through with it because, like I said, they already have my crown off. They've been working on it. I've got to travel next week. It will it will be a while before I get this back on. So I was like, fine, let's do it. Okay, just get it done. So they, she goes and she gets the numbing stuff, and she starts to numbing. And, um, you know, I start to get a little numb and she's like, how you feeling? I'm like, uh, it feels a little tingly, but it doesn't really feel numb yet. And she was like, okay, let me give you a little more. So she gives me a little more and then she's like, how you feeling? I'm like, no different. She's like, okay, well maybe it just doesn't feel numb. Let me go ahead and start drilling on you. What? So, yeah. So (laughs) no, no. (laughs) So what happened was my tooth is on the bottom and it's like, it was like halfway back. Um, and so the back half of my jaw was numb, but the front, like my tongue was not numb and the front part of my lip was not numb. So, yeah. So she starts drilling and yeah, it, it hurts. And she hit something and I was like, ah, and she was like, okay, sorry, let's go back and start uh, trying to get you numb again. So she tries again, tries again, walks away for a while, gives me time to sit there, comes back, tries again, tries to drill again, once again, Hits something that hurts. Jesus. Goes back out. Tries again. I'm not... I am not exaggerating when I say she poked me with that numbing stuff at least eight times. Oh, my God. 
I have had a lot of dental work done, and I have never had trouble getting numbed. Yeah. And yeah. it was so bad that she tells the the assistant to go get a different numbing agent because the numbing agent that they typically use has, like, I think it was called Ephernol in it. And I said, well, oh, what's that? <clears throat> and she said, well, it's an agent that helps reduce bleeding, you know, when they're working on your teeth. But a side effect is it increases your heart rate. And she goes, I've already given you so much <gasps> that I don't want it to cause anything to go on with your heart. <laughs> what? <Jesus>. What? <laughs> yes. Wow. So. Um, okay. So then. This is you terrible. Know, I know. So then she gets in there and they finally get it numbed. Uh, after, I don't know how many times that she tried to poke me. Um, so they finally get it numbed and she starts working on it, but her assistant is not keeping the water out of the back of my throat. Oh no. So it's just constantly (coughs) me sitting there trying to swallow without getting my tongue cut by the drill. Right. Um, and then every time I try to swallow, they pull all the tools out of my mouth and then they come over and they bring the suction and then they put the suction back and they put all the tools back in my mouth and I'm like... It was, it was ridiculous. Um, and so then she gets working on it and she gets it drilled out or whatever. And she's like, oh, she goes, you might have to have a root canal. I'm like, what? No. (laughs) I know. This woman is just farming me for money, apparently. Oh my God. Yeah. So she says, um, she took a picture of it, um, and then showed me afterwards because you wouldn't, I wouldn't do the uh, root canal right now. I would do the root canal. Thank God. I know. <laughs> um, but she was like, we didn't actually expose the nerve, but we got really close. And sometimes if you do that, it can irritate the nerve, and which will cause it to be inflamed. And then you just have to have a root canal. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. no. <laughs> um, so, um, so anyway, so then they, they finally finished me up. And this is where the, the drinking water and peeing comes into play. Because I was okay. at the dentist for so long that I had to ask them to stop so I could go pee twice. Because I was there for four hours. That's insane. Yes, that is so I got insane. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I can't I've never even. had an experience like that in my life. I had a I would almost say, almost say, I had a mild panic attack while I was in the chair because yeah. probably because they jacked up my heart. But Right. Right. Um all these things are going through my head like, oh my God, I'm all I'm I'm like trapped here in this horrible experience and i don't have any choices but this woman is like jacking up all my stuff and you know like right i don't i don't know it was it was crazy and so then i missed two meetings from work that i was supposed to be in obviously uh, without being able to notify anybody because i had i didn't have my phone because i was (laughs) in the dental chair right um and so yeah then i get to work and i'm behind and blah 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 and so you can just you know the day goes on but yeah yeah so but somehow okay through well, that i come home and i'm in like the best mood ever and i'm just like dancing around the kitchen like, i mean maybe there was like mind altering substances <laughs> maybe. The shit putting in. yeah maybe that's what the second <laughs> numbing agent was <laughs> this is gonna mess you up man yeah that's right oh i don't know but uh, my mouth is very sore obviously from all that work and 
if my tooth doesn't stop hurting by uh, next Friday or by Friday, uh-huh. uh, so it would be the Friday of the day that this releases this coming Friday. Um, if my tooth doesn't stop hurting, then that's when I have to decide if I want to get a root canal or not. Cause she's going to say that I need a root canal if my tooth still hurts. So, but I'm like, yeah, but you also really jacked it up. How right. Exactly. Gotta give it time to recover. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, that's a nightmare. Terrible. I've never been scared or, I've never had a bad time at the dentist until yeah. right then. About to say, I've never heard you be like, oh, God, the dentist, you know. No. And I have, had, well, I did have the same dentist for probably 35 years. <laughs> um, and so uh, it was like this just old man that used old practices, but everything was fine. And he took very good care of me. And he had even done procedures on me without numbing me and did it so well that it didn't like... It was fine, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I had always had an amazing experience and felt very safe at the dentist. Um, and then when I moved to Chicago, I had to get a new dentist. And that dentist gave me a crown that looks just like a blob. Luckily, it's in the very back and on the top, so no one sees it. But uh, I hate it. And that was a bad experience. I always felt like that dentist was... She had no attention to detail, and that is not good for a dentist. No, no. <laughs> no. And so I hate, I did not like that practice anyway. So then I come here, and then I have this experience. So apparently uh, I need to pull my old dentist out of retirement and tell him that I guess I'm so. sorry. He's like, going to have to figure out how to He has no options. To do my yeah. Dentist. No. No options. Mm-mm. Well, I am so sorry. That is just, that's, that's terrible. I don't even, I don't yeah. have any other words for it. That sucks. You know what? And I even, um, I'm, I think I'm jinxed for, den- not that I meant for this to be like a 13 minute rant on <laughs> dentistry, but that's where we are today. Dentists okay. Are bad, so, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I think I'm jinxed because even when I was still going to my old dentist, there were two times when I had, like he was on vacation or something and there was a substitute dentist and it was different. So it was two different substitute dentists. And both of those times, something went wrong with my surgery, or I don't know if I don't know if it's technically surgery, but my yeah. dental procedure. You know, like one of them filled in a cap that hurt, that continued to hurt for years until they replaced it because it was one of those metal, yeah, uh, fillings. And apparently, the metal fillings can kind of exp- they're like an old science, and they can yeah. expand, and that's what yeah. So it, they had used for some reason a metal filling. Uh, which he, my original dentist, had to go back and replace with the the porcelain looking ones. I don't know if they're porcelain, but anyway. Yeah. The um, ones and like then, teeth. yeah. Yeah. And then the other one was a um, like I don't know some kind of filling or something on a tooth, and it was like the lady left a piece really jagged. And when I went back to have her fix it, she was like, "I didn't work on that tooth," and I was like. I don't care if you didn't work on it, but you, it was like the tooth next to the tooth. That, and I was like, but it wasn't there before you did your thing. So right. there's something, you like a piece of cement or something dripped on my other tooth. So yeah, I'm cursed when it comes to dentists. So well, maybe I'm just, just... going to pull all my teeth out. <laughs> hey, that's what my grandfather did. It worked out really well for him. <laughs> got to eat soft things for now on <laughs> uh, yeah, you know cornbread and yeah. milk i mean that's really all you need that's right, right? so that's true that's yeah absolutely Whew. um well so sorry about that stacy <laughs> yeah what, what are you drinking <laughs> a lot that's what i'm drinking 
a lot. We actually, so let me tell you, this week, because of just how crappy it's been. So I think I told you I had one of those big uh, Magnum bottles of wine that is actually two bottles of wine in one. We actually drank that bottle this week, um, (laughs) me and James, because it was just, I was like, yep, Yep. we're going to drink it. It's fine. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I am excited to talk about what I'm ta- what I'm drinking tonight. Um, so apparently Maryland has this cocktail that's called a crush, and there's different kinds of Ooh. crushes. Okay. So I don't know if an orange crush is the um, standard or not. I don't know if there is a standard or if it's just the crush theme. But the one that I'm drinking is a blueberry lemonade crush, Ooh. which is freshly muddled blueberries, Smirnoff blueberry. And freshly crushed lemon and Sprite. Oh, lovely. Yes, yes. It's a very light drink that um, it's not too sweet, actually. Okay. Uh, probably because, you know, Sprite's not super sweet. But um, it's not too sweet. And it's very light, like sippable. Like you could just kind of sit and drink it. Um, so did you make this yourself? Or did you like, did you get this somewhere? Or <laughs> <laughs> Did you go um, down the street and get get one and then bring it home? <laughs> get one to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, it did start by drinking at the restaurant because we did go out to dinner tonight. So that's where it mm-hmm. started. And then, yeah, I was like, oh, that was good. So then um, I just made one. Oh, nice. Except, except for the crushed lemon. I just lemon juice. Squirted right, some lemon right. juice in there. But yeah, squished up some blueberries. And nice. then uh, squeezed some lemon juice. Yeah, it's good stuff. That's awesome. That's so, yeah. that's so fancy. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. So I'm interested to try the other flavors. Um, but, uh, and I also am curious as to if there is a standard or not. Like, does everyone have the orange crush? And then people um, have different flavors from there? Or is there just the crush drink? Because there was also, like, one that James had was the Kentucky crush which had oh. bourbon in it. He had we didn't make this one. He had it at the restaurant, but yeah. um it had bourbon, freshly squeezed orange, lemon, and uh triple second Sprite. Huh. So, yeah. So that what one's a saying? bourbon one. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. The only crush I'm familiar with is like, you know, the cans of crush. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I crush. thought it would be like <laughs> I thought I thought it would be that with some vodka in it, but no, it's much more Right, right. Than that. Interesting. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. And apparently you can't order it elsewhere because it is a Maryland thing. So like if you go somewhere else and tell a bartender you want an orange crush or whatever, they're going to be like, a what? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> so. I wonder if Tennessee has things like that. They should. They should have an orange one. <laughs> well, I meant like, do they have cocktails that mm. are just that you can only get in uh, Tennessee? Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just it's a just, drink. It's just Jack Daniels. Yep, the a Maryland Orange Crush cocktail, the beauty. Okay, water. so Orange Crush is the standard. I thought it might be. Right. I didn't try that one. I need to go back and try that one. Yeah. If you've ever visited the Maryland shores during the summer, you have had an Orange Crush cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it or, goes well you know, with crab. Ah, yes. So, interesting. Okay. We'll link this in show notes in case anybody wants to make their own Orange Crush cocktail. Yeah. It's considering that, you know, some of you may not be in Maryland and may <laughs> want to have a crush cocktail. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a thing. Anyway. Yeah. Cool. There you go. So what are you drinking? Well, I am actually drinking, I'm drinking wine, but mm-hmm. I'm drinking in a, from a bottle, a bottle. 
a bottle. Mm-hmm. So I'm drinking okay. Educated Guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is from Napa County 2018 Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is very good. I've had it before. Um, it's a little bit pricier <clears throat> than the wines I usually get. Um, and I totally just got it because, like, I liked the label. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as most people do with it wine. It basically has, like, it's, it looks like a chalkboard, and there's, like, all of these math equations and, like, graphs and, like, molecules and stuff written like it's a scientific mm, thing that yeah. it's trying to figure out. Educated guess, get it? Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, but it's also very good, and it's very memorable because I could be like, oh, yeah, I had that before. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm really bad about like trying a lot of different wine and liking it and then forgetting what the heck it was and then going into a store and being like, was that, did I like that one or was it, or was it? Yeah. I know that I bought all these, but which ones did I like again? And you know, if I was yeah. smart and kept a wine journal, then you know, maybe, maybe uh, I wouldn't have this problem, but here we are. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, there's probably an app for it, you know, like I mean, uh, yes. untapped, but there's probably a wine one. I'm sure there is. <laughs> if I was like, you know, um, refined or oh, right. not yes. lazy, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Anyway, mm-hmm. that is what I am enjoying. Uh, okay. so Sounds lovely. And we are here at the beginning of December, and I think we're about mm-hmm. ready to start talking about how our November focuses went in our lives. Um, yes. So we did. <laughs> we are just slightly late, but yes. um, we had just an opportunity at Thanksgiving. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, uh, we did the Great Thanksgiving Listen, which Yay! is where you interview a family member at Thanksgiving. And um, so we did that and posted that um for thanksgiving so that put us a week behind on the recap so sorry but obviously we hope you understand right right i thought we thought it was a well well worth the time and the effort and yes energy into it so absolutely turned out really well yeah me too so um but now yeah so uh november november um mm-hmm. what did you focus on in november stacy and how did it turn out so my focus for November was to organize the house. Yes, which um, is, you know, and- very fitting and timely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I think I'm going to give myself like a two-thirds success marking okay. on this. All right. So Maybe like- even like a, yeah. Is there <laughs> small which one's bigger? <laughs> just huh? a very small one. Just small building. Small, small. Small, small. Um <laughs> Because I, so believe it or not, we actually did get everything unpacked. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, why is that just two? Th- I mean, that's, that's a win. Well, because it was organized, not just unpacked. Because um, we could have literally just thrown everything out of the box. I suppose that's true. <laughs> yeah. So um, we did get everything unpacked. It was, so we had, but from the time that the movers got here, I think we, we had four days off. Um because they got here halfway in the week so we had four days and then it took us a little bit of the next weekend um to finish up the last few boxes but um we got everything unpacked and we got my room in order which is something that i didn't think (laughs) i definitely did not think would happen in the first little bit right um we got the gym unpacked and i actually worked out once (laughs) but hey i worked out that's right Um, that's right yeah 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel really good about our progress. Like, our house is very livable. It is not, like, stressful. Like, oh, I've got this big pile of stuff over here or whatever. Right. Um, but the reason I'm discounting myself a little bit is there's a couple things I still want to do that I, I wanted to accomplish sooner than later. But uh, we don't have any art up yet. So, the art oh. is all crammed in a room uh, downstairs in the basement that, you know, it's just like a side room. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all the art is in there. So we don't have any art up yet. Um, the other thing is um, we do have a pile of stuff in the garage that we want to get rid of, but we need to call. I think, I'm not sure if I mentioned this on the podcast yet or not, but the movers offered to give us a rug and uh, it was a very nice rug. Oh, wow. And we were like, yeah. And we were like, yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. So we took it and it was huge. And, you know, like a, a, a rug that nice and that size is going to run you like $500, $700 right, or something. Right, right, And so I was like, this is a really good deal. And James is like, I don't know. I don't think we should take it. And I'm like, no, it's a really good deal. So we get it. They The movers put it downstairs and they unroll it. And it has like stains. <gasps> Not no! stains like uh, from when it was a rug. <laughs> but when because the way that they rolled it up and then they had it in the bottom of the truck it had like dust streaks or something no. on it yeah oh, no and so um i rented a carpet cleaner i thought no big deal i'll rent a carpet cleaner and try to clean it and so i went and did that and spent like a, a half a day trying to clean it and it did nothing to that get the stain sucks. out no yeah okay so now we have to try to get rid of it, but it is <laughs> so heavy. Like, right. we can't even pick it up. The two of us together can't pick it up. And um, and and it's huge. So we can't, even if we could pick it up, it won't fit in a car. So we're going to have to call a company to come get it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's going to actually end up costing <laughs> us money for this free that rug. sucks. Yeah. That's so so uh my car is not in the garage, which I, I am a very particular about having my car in the garage because I hate having to try to defrost it in the morning right. or whatever in winter. If it was summer, I wouldn't care. But um, so that's the other thing. So, um, yeah, the garage is still has a pile of donation stuff in it and uh, the big rug. So I, I want to gotcha. try to get that resolved this weekend. Okay. Well, but I mean, otherwise, I feel pretty good. Yeah, I feel like at least two thirds, if not three fourths, like you're mm-hmm. almost all, all the way there. So I would yeah. not be too hard on yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, and we had, we did have my parents come up. And so I was able to prepare because like, I guess another thing I need to do is buy some uh, new towels and stuff or like floor mats, you know, right. for our new bathroom. Uh, but I did run out and get some new towels and floor mats and like sheets and a comforter for the guest bedroom. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I got that all situated for right. guests to come up. So, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I think that that's yeah. a huge win. So, uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> now, I know that we had talked about at some point because, you know, we, we started the month watching Marie Kondo and um, yeah. the Home Edit. And we, you and I had had some conversations about, because I know I've been getting rid of a lot of stuff and like um, paring down. Uh, things and mm-hmm. uh and i know you were talked about how much how many clothes you <laughs> yes so I so mean, did you make any progress with that okay i'm really glad that you brought that up because i meant to talk about that and so i think ideally 
it would have been great to try to pare down things while we were unpacking. <laughs> uh-huh. But it is incredibly mentally exhausting yes. to try to figure out where something is going to go and if you want to keep it or not. Right. Like, those are two big decisions. And when you have, <laughs> like, 200 boxes yes. uh, and they all have little things in them. It, and I think probably part of the problem is I started with the kitchen. Ooh. And so yeah, that's so you're the start with your clothes. That's right. You're right. <laughs> and there is a reason. <laughs> yes. I have still been reading her book, actually. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And there is a very specific reason for her order. And that's exactly what she says is that clothes are pretty, are like the easiest to determine because you usually have pretty strong feelings about right. a piece of clothing. Um, and so that gets your momentum going. Because if you start with something complicated, you'll burn out before you get through it. And that's exactly what happened. But I didn't read that until after I had already started. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I did not go back to it. It's not like you have to like. Yeah. Yeah. But with the clothes. So what ended up happening there was um, I did for the most part because I had because I didn't know where my I mean. I knew where my clothes were going to go. So that was a little easier because I didn't have to make both decisions. Right. So I did put everything out on the bed and went through everything. Um, I just didn't end up getting rid of very much stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think I probably need to do it again. But um, uh, the nice thing is in this house, we actually have space for all my clothes. So the uh, like my summer clothes and winter clothes are out and everything is visible. So it's like, I have been wearing so much new clothes. Like I feel like I have a whole new wardrobe because I can actually go in there and see like all these different sweaters that I have or, you know, whatever. I can clearly see them. And so I've been wearing all this new clothes. And so, yeah, even though I didn't get rid of a lot, I feel good because all my clothes are visible. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Shoes is probably what I need to pare down more. Well, <laughs> yeah, um, it was funny because I've, I've been tackling things very, sm- like, in very small doses because mm-hmm. I just don't have the time and energy to, like, get everything out and do it, you know, like, it's just going to, it's yeah. going to be a very slow process. And I'm okay with yeah. that. Um, yeah. But I did, like, all the kids' drawers and closets, which that was a big, you know, um, mm-hmm. undertaking. And... um and then I also did my pajamas and socks and underwear. I think is okay. How far yeah, I've and uh, and Thomas did his drawers. So like, um, you know, that's it was. We've done a little bit, but the thing that's interesting is that the the items that I've done that to. So you know, because I've folded everything to where I see them now. I fold folded them, yeah, Marie Kondo style. So I can like, mm-hmm. it's like I have a bookshelf of clothes when I open up my drawer. And that <laughs> yes. just really helped because I yeah. did not realize with the kids and with myself, like how I would just lose things in the bottom of, you know, the drawers and never see them. Like I found so mm-hmm. many socks that I love and never wore because I forgot that I had them, you know? Yeah. And so it was neat to, It's that's been a neat journey to like, bring those out and I got rid of oh my god I got rid of like two bags of nothing but like socks and stockings <laughs> two yeah garbage bags I believe it I have stockings. I have three like three and a half um bags full of just socks because I have yeah um I have work socks 
Uh-huh. Athletic socks. Oh, no, it's not three and a half, so it is three. Work socks, athletic socks, and, like, around-the-house socks. And I'm wow. like, why does someone need this many socks? <laughs> but oh, my around-the-house socks are, like, fluffy. I love yeah. that. I think that that's hilarious. <laughs> like, all of my socks, I use, mine are very multi-purpose for all of these things. I use all these <laughs> socks for all of these things. But I have, like, ridiculously loud, crazy socks. Like, I have oh, yeah, socks yeah. with messages on them. Like, you know, fuck off, I'm reading. And I have <laughs> socks that have, like, cool designs. And I have socks that are mismatched on purpose. Like, I have very, I'm very particular. Like, I love I love good yes. socks. Yeah. Um, which I, I sent you a picture of, of my most recent sock purchase. Yes! Which is uh, Red Pandas doing yoga, which will come to bear later in this episode. Yes. But anyway. Amazing. Yep. So cool. Well, I'm glad that you made so much progress with your, uh, with your focus area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I've been busy. Yeah. No, you definitely have been. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, how did you do with your promise? Well, my promise was to get out into nature and enjoy nature, and mm-hmm. I did pretty well. I didn't do as well as I wanted to do, but I visited four different places. Um, you know, not and like my plan was to try to uh, visit at least one place a week. So mm-hmm. technically, I hit them all, but the only thing was that I hit all these four places in the first two weeks, and then I ended up not doing anything the last two weeks. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that's okay. I mean, part of the problem was that it got really cold here for a while, and it oh, made it really yeah. difficult to, like, get go out and do things. Like, I really wanted to take the kids to, like, um, another state park that was a little bit further away. Um I think it was the weekend before Thanksgiving, but it was just so cold. It was like four, high of 40 degrees. And that was just, wow. like, we're not going to go outside and tromp around with my yeah small children, you know, in like 40 degree weather. That's not, nobody's going to enjoy that. So, yeah. um, so we just decided not to do that, but I did visit four places. Um, so I thought I would talk about that and kind of talk about what I learned or whatever my, um, takeaways were from the whole experience mm-hmm. uh, i took the whole family even thomas to clingman's dome <laughs> which nice. i had never been to before um mm-hmm. for those who don't know clingman's dome is the highest point in the great smoky mountains national park and it's the highest point in tennessee it's also the third highest mountain uh east of the mississippi so you know that's a pretty awesome thing so it's really high up there is what what i'm trying to say um so it's the mountain but then there's also like there's a tower for lack of a better word that you climb up and so you're like you're at this you're you're up way above everything anywhere you can see for miles (laughs) i mean like it's insane yeah Um, and it was, but of course, which I think you alluded to, I don't know if you alluded to on the show or, or if it was offline, um, it's no joke to make that climb because it is like straight up the freaking mountain. <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, but we were prepared. We got, we were dressed really warmly, even though it was still like warm, you know, in mm-hmm. the regular elevations, it was like really right. cold up there. Um, yeah. And uh, so we bundled up and we were prepared for that. 
But the funny thing was climbing up, I guess maybe the kids are just really good at pacing themselves. I don't know. But like every two seconds, they would just like stop and want to go climb into the woods on the side of the trail (laughs) and like climb on rocks or look at some snow or whatever. So it took us like, I don't know, two hours to climb half a mile (laughs) because we would just go like a few feet and then stop and then a few feet and then stop. Um, so it really wasn't exhausting climbing up because it just, we were so slow at it. Um, Mm -hmm. but then coming back down, we were being a little bit more quick, uh, on our feet and the kids got really tired towards the end of the climb. Uh, yeah. Um, but it was really neat. I did not anticipate, like I've been in the Smokies before, but I've never been, in the Smokies in the height of fall, despite the fact that that's oh. like what it's best known for. Um, yeah. And I did not anticipate how beautiful it was going to be. And like, you're up there at Clingman's Dome and you're looking around and like, you can see the individual patches of color on the mountains all around you. And it's like mm-hmm. incredible. And I was not, I did yeah. not expect that. So that was really neat. Um, nice. So it was good. So that was a really good trip. And Thomas went with us and it was, you know, it was just really nice. And it was very pretty. Um, yeah. Then I think the next weekend I took the kids. Um, I had half a day off work on a Friday. And I took the kids to someplace called Seven Islands State Birding Park, which yes. is in Kodak, Tennessee. Um, really, you know, relatively close to where we live. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a relatively new park i can't remember exactly when it was created but it was like sometime in the 2000s so like it's oh wow it's pretty new it used to be a farm um that belonged to a family so it was like an old family farm and i guess the people who purchased it then decided that they wanted it to donate it to be like this wildlife refuge or whatever um Mm -hmm. and so finally it became a park and to the 2000s or whatever but it's known for birds and it really is like when you're walking have you ever been there Uh, so i was trying to remember um i do feel like i went because there's a island in the middle and that's where like something like sea ray is or like sea ray is somewhere or maybe when the i think the trail we were on you like Sea Ray is around there somewhere or some boat company and they test their boats around the water. So, but maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of the quarry. Yeah, I have there, no idea. I didn't, there was no, there was like, this was all wildlife refuge. So okay. I, so maybe, yeah. I'm, maybe I'm mixing the two up. Yeah, but there is an island. Like there, um, I guess before they just built a bridge like in the last couple of years, I think like in 2019 to get mm-hmm. from, the mainland to the island but prior to that you would have to like kayak or whatever over to the island to be on to get on the trails there um oh so and it's in the uh, french broad river i think um yes you're right but i'm looking at the map because i was (laughs) trying to figure it out (laughs) but it's very um the water is pretty shallow actually right around there which i did not know until I was looking at it a little bit more closely. Because you know how mm-hmm. I feel about being in your water. And so <laughs> I know. Um, I had my kids there and I was like, God, don't jump into the water. It's probably really deep. And 
then like later we were looking and I was like, oh wait, I can see a tree like in the middle of this river. Like, it's probably not very deep at all. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but the bridge was really cool. And the other thing is that the rest of the refuge is like, it's, it's you know, acres and acres of farmland that's just been allowed to go wild. And mm-hmm. so they're old fence rows and... Uh, there's even an old building, even though we didn't go to the ho- to the house. That's it was like a, down a different path, but like you can tell that it used to be a farm, uh, and there were all these deer. And I got to hear a Bob White for the first time since in Ooh. like ten years. So that was really exciting. But the thing that was like so cool about it is that I went there with no agenda. I, I had mm-hmm. no idea what to expect. So the kids and I just show up and we're like, we're just going to walk. <laughs> <laughs> and so we just kind of wander around this this place and with no agenda and no, like, no goal, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the kids had such a great time. And like at the end of the experience, Kess was like, this was the best day of my life. <laughs> I was like, we literally just wandered around in a field for three hours. It's fine. Right. But, yeah. Um, but it was just really funny that like, you know, it wasn't like there was anything that breathtaking, you know, there were no mm-hmm. beautiful vistas or what. It was just like, we're just hanging out in the field. <laughs> but uh, you sometimes you sometimes just it's that. the little things. Exactly. So that was neat. That was a really neat experience and then the next two things i did on my own um i went um these were like lunch break uh (laughs) lunch break excursions uh Mm -hmm. while i was at work so i went to sharps ridge uh memorial park which Mm -hmm. is kind of like in the middle of knoxville i guess uh Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be the place that's like the best gives you the best view of the smoky mountains from the city limits um, okay, because it's really high up there, and it's where all of like the TV towers and the radio towers of Knoxville are. Like they're all mm-hmm. along Sharps yes. Ridge. Uh, and yeah, you drive past it all the time. And you're like, "Yep, that's Sharp Ridge." Like everybody knows where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I have never been to it. I don't know if I just didn't understand the trails, or I don't know. But I got such the. Such a weird vibe from walking around, and of course, part of it was that it was really cloudy, it was very overcast, it was not a very pretty day at all. And Mm -hmm. you know, you hear the noise of the city everywhere Mm. from up there because you're in the middle of the city. Um, and I don't know, I just felt it just felt really weird to me, like I felt not comfortable or safe, and that's not normal for me. Um, yeah. So I was like, okay, well, this is weird. So I didn't spend a whole lot of time <laughs> wandering around there because uh, it just, and I tried a couple of different spots because I would like stop and wander and see what it was like. And then I was like, no, this isn't right. And so then I'd get back to my car, drive up a little bit, find a different trailhead, try that. I was, and I was like, huh. no, none of this is working. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> So I've heard lots of good things about Sharps Ridge. Like other people have hiked it and really like it. Um, it also apparently has a reputation for being like the place where people go to park. So I don't know. Oh. Um, or at least maybe back in the day that was its reputation. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but for whatever reason, it just was not doing it for me that day. So yeah, um, that was my that was the least cool experience that I had. Um, but then, like the next day, I think I went. To, it was a much more. It was a much more beautiful day, and mm-hmm. I went to Fort Dickerson Dickerson Park, which I had never been to before, and I didn't actually go. There's like apparently. It's like an old fort, like a Civil War fort. And I didn't go into the Civil War historical part of it, so I can't Mm -hmm. really speak to that. I stopped, like, right as soon as I saw a trailhead, and I just, like, followed it to see what would happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And I ended up, it was like the Pit Viper Trail, and so it takes you around the mouth of this giant quarry. And so you, you go down into the quarry from... Um, from this little trail and it's really pretty and the quarry is just, ah, oh, it was just beautiful and there was nobody there. Like mm-hmm. nobody, of course, you know, it's quarries are for swimming. Uh, so nobody's going <laughs> to be swimming in the middle of November. Um, right. so it was pretty, it was pretty deserted, but it looked beautiful and I tried to figure out, like I tried to look up history about it because if it's a quarry, like, people were mining something like, you know, like yeah yeah they don't just like show up you know there's usually a story but i couldn't really find anything about it other than it's like an old turquoise quarry um hmm. and i'm probably not saying quarry right quarry 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 <laughs> quarry so um i guess they mined turquoise there at some point and i also there's been a lot of contention about whether or not swimming should be allowed there um, mm-hmm. because I guess it's dangerous to swim in really deep water. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the most recently, yes, swimming is allowed, um, but there are big signs everywhere that say, you know, swim at your own risk because it gets yeah. really deep very fast. Um, so I don't know. I may go swimming there at some point, maybe. If I have a life jacket on. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was going to say you. <laughs> I mean, it looks really um, um, pretty, but I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so that was that was my final. It was really neat. It was very pretty. Went down there, sat by the water, uh, meditated a little bit, mm-hmm. climbed back out of the quarry and uh yeah, so that was those were my adventures. Cool. Those were my November nature adventures. Um, yeah, and I really enjoyed it. I think that I learned that. I mean, I it's not really a learn. It's something that I've known about myself for a while, right? That I really mm-hmm. enjoy nature. I like getting out in it. It's a way for me to be active. Um, that is also kind of like meditative and fulfilling. And I and I need to do it more. Is you know mm-hmm. basically what I learned. And then I guess the other thing too is like, you know, I was able to go off on my lunch break and granted these were like a little bit longer lunch breaks than I would normally mm-hmm. take, but it would not like obscenely. So like by 15 right. or 20 minutes. Right. So, yeah, um, it is something that I could probably do once a week when the weather is better. Um, and you know, really get a chance to explore things and see things and, and connect and, with nature and do all of that stuff that I've really always really wanted to do. Um, and then finally, you know, ha- not having an agenda is like apparently the way to do it because that's how, 
everyone has a good time. That's how you have the best day ever. It's how you have the best day ever. No agenda yeah. is how you have the best day ever. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so that's that's really funny because I sent you a quote um, and didn't even think about the fact that this was the uh, month that you were trying to get back out yes! into nature. And yes, I just want to... Yeah, the quote that I said I sent you was, uh, the girl in the woods will be with you always. She is your destiny. And as soon as I read that, okay, well, first of all, it's a quote from The Witcher. And um, <laughs> so they're about to, I think like December 17th or something is when the second season comes out. So they've been promoting it and posting a lot of stuff. Um, but when I read it, I was like, that's Devin. Like, I don't know why, but that just came to my head as that's Devin. And um, so especially having you talk about that kind of experience and how you had such a nice time and reconnecting with nature and that you love it. And it's the one like exercise that you enjoy doing, um, (laughs) you know, so I don't know. That's really great. Sometimes just um, the universe puts things together like that, you know? Yeah. 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 also, on a related but still but a tangent note, is that it's kind of funny hearing you say, you know, like, oh, no, the weather was cold or like um, <laughs> when the weather gets better because and I know I'm a little bit of a weather snob now. Yeah, about to say. But, um, yeah. <clears throat> when we lived in Chicago, it was, um, you know, we also had that mentality like, oh, I don't know, it's too cold. But then um, at one point we were just like, look. It's it's cold for six months in Chicago. Like it, they have summer right. and then they have winter. There's no in between. Yeah. So it's like if we're gonna do things, we have to just we do just have to get out there cold. and do it. Right. Yeah. And so uh, we just went and bought some heavier gear and just went out and did it. And uh, so I would say give it a try sometimes, even when you think it's too cold, because I think it'll be more fun okay. than you think. Okay, I can do that. I I worry about dragging my kids out. You know, not, yes, I can see that. Not yeah. because, not even because I'm afraid that they would like actually be damaged by the cold. Because oh I no, would not yeah. take them out in like anything below like 35 degrees. Oh would be too yeah, cold. but you know, like they will complain. <laughs> yeah, 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 and not have a good time. So yeah. that's more my concern than anything else. Um, yeah. The place that I do want to go as soon as we have a good day to do it, and the weather is good to do it is um it's a place called lily bluff mm-hmm. and it's over um like in the uh shoot c- close to rockwood i guess tennessee okay yeah um and rockwood par- or rockford rockwood oh so okay. like on the other side of oak ridge basically and, oh, okay um but apparently they're like these gigantic boulders that are kind of thrown together in these weird sort of configurations. And Mm -hmm. so people who like to rock climb will go and just climb on them. And I'm like, the kids would have a blast just trying to climb on these giant boulders. Um, Yeah. And uh, and then, like, across the street from this place, apparently, is a place called the Lily Pad uh, Brewery or something like that. Um, So there's, like, this tiny hole-in-the-wall brewery in the middle, you know, this, like, state park area, which, mm-hmm. considering how much I love Clinch River Brewery, this is a thing that mm-hmm. I have a, uh, a an, an affection for. So one of these days, this will be this will be an outing. I just don't know when. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you taken the kids? I know you've taken them to Imes, but have you taken them? So we, last time we went, we found, they have this thing called the Primal Playground, 
And um, no. I think it's Plum. Yeah. So it's on the, okay. okay so you know where the um, quarry is there, right? And there's yeah. like a big parking lot. So if you walk past the parking lot, so like you're going to, like you park your car there and then, but you keep walking towards the back of the parking lot. There's an area that they call the primal, I think it's primal playground. And yeah. um, it's a bunch of stuff like that. Like there's boulders and there's like um, kind of oh jungle gosh. gym looking things that are made out of wood. Like, um, and so it's all natural resources, uh-huh. but things that kids can play on and jump and also some adults because some of it is high up, you know, you'd kind of right, have to watch right. them. But um, yeah, there's like, you can carry heavy rocks from one place to another. Like there's a challenge, you know, things yeah. like that. So I think they would really like that. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I've, it's funny. I've been to, to IAMS a lot now. Mm-hmm. Well, a few times. I haven't been there a lot. I've been there like three or four times. Um, yeah. but I've never actually gone to the quarry area. I've always stayed in oh. the other area. So yeah, oh, yeah, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to check that out. That sounds like okay. that would be a lot of fun too. Yeah, and that's where they have that big sunflower field is across yeah. the street from the Oh, that's where quarry. it is. Okay. Yeah. I need to see the sunflowers too. I haven't done that either. Yes. There's so much to do. <laughs> <laughs> there is. There is. I know. That's why I'm excited to live over here because there's, there's a lot of outdoorsy things where there wasn't in Chicago really right, unless right. you drove for a couple hours. But uh, there's a lot of nature things to do over here in Maryland and Virginia, which I'm real close to. So I'm excited. Right. Right. That'll be good. Yeah. Well, okay. So that was November. What are we doing for December? Well, I've got a proposition for you, Devin. Okay. I'm ready. I'm listening. Okay. So... Uh, I think when we were trying to plan for November, you had mentioned that you were planning on doing yoga for December. Right. Um, And so I don't know if you're still planning to. But, (laughs) okay, good. I was thinking about doing yoga because of a couple reasons. Like, I obviously haven't been exercising as much because my life has been very hectic. Um, Right. So obviously, I just want to do yoga. I also, because I haven't been able to work out really, I haven't been doing as well with my posture and like physical therapy Mm. type exercises. and, And yoga helps with that. And then also, because I've been working a lot more, my hip flexors have been getting really tight. So that I mean, I'll just like stand up and they'll hurt immediately, like, you know, right in front of my legs. So I can tell that they're getting tight. And so I'm like, man, I really need to do some yoga. Well, on the last uh, iOS update, they added like, I I don't know what it's called, but it's like shared experience with the Apple fitness (gasps) stuff. And so, yeah, I thought it would be cool if maybe like once a week, uh, we did a yoga class together um, and to see how it is. And then we can kind of also review the shared experience to see if we really felt like it. It'll be like old times. Yeah. Doing a yoga classes together again. That's right. I think the hard part will be we'll have to position our iPads so that the camera can see us while we're, you know, so we can see each other. Yeah, but so, that's so, what it, so we have to do it at the same time. Like, how does this work? <laughs> yes, yes. So I think we'll have to figure it out a little bit. But from what I understand, yeah, we do it at the same time. And I'm guessing there's some kind of like you can invite somebody. Um, and then so the camera turns on and you've got the little picture in picture. And so like while you're looking at the instructor, you're also seeing your friend on the screen. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and I assume we'll be able to talk to each other, like, if we put our headphones in. So while we're hearing the yoga, we'll also be able to talk. Oh, my God. This is so good. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. At least I hope that's how it works. We can let everybody know. But 
That's what I was thinking, that we could try to plan that. Okay. I love this. I love this so much. Yay. Yes. All right. So at minimum, we will do this, what, once a week? Yeah. Okay. Um, Which will be four times. Right. So I think we could handle that. I think we could do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. And then, you know, I may try to do some additional yoga. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, um, But I do like the idea of us having... Um, because we'll be in accountability, accountability buddy. Yes, exactly. Account- accountability buddy. Accountability buddy. That's <laughs> what this whole podcast started on. It's so true. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds good. We'll have to um, we offline. We'll have to come up with some uh, like times and yes, stuff. And coordinate our schedules. I'll have my people right. call your people. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Do you have... Well, that could be an off track. <laughs> Do you actually have an assistant now? <laughs> kind of. Uh, I have a coordinator, which isn't quite the same. No, I don't have an assistant, but I have okay. a coordinator. All right. Well, so, I mean, that's pretty... Kind of. Yeah. No, that's... Yeah. That's, um, that's pretty awesome. Have your coordinator call me. <laughs> okay. Find a time yes. that works with your schedule. <laughs> Perfect. <sighs> awesome. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, gosh, that was easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Which is kind of good because we've been very talky up until this point. I was like, oh, crap, we're really getting tied on time. I and know. then we're just like, I was thinking that December, too. done. <laughs> December is done, man. Yep. <laughs> All right, then. All right. Well, that sounds like a plan. All right. Well, Kay. we will yoga it. We will yoga yes. December. Bring <laughs> yes. Some, bring some calming influence into oh, our lives. Oh, please. That would be nice. Yes. <laughs> all right please do well i love you stacy i love you too Devin. and i will talk to you next week okay sounds good all right okay bye bye a hoots media production hoot, 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 hoot,